This is Caleb Way, and you are listening to the Sifu Podcast with David LaPerry. Well, David, David, it has been a journey, and we are on Chapter 10, Raise My Branches, the end of the nature series for Sifu Hotman's first series it's been a treat man it seriously has been so so good to wade through this um and to engage some critical thinking that i'm ashamed to say has been pretty rusty but to uh, enjoy enjoy some amazing gospel truths through uh through this work good job man no i hate that like i really appreciate it like i think like uh, like the podcast is like a companion piece to the to the project um like is really great like to so sort of like open up like on some of the behind the scenes stuff and maybe some of the deeper things or how to even interpret some of the poems and um I really appreciate like you participating in in this aspect of the oh, project man. this is what i do <laughs> not at all <laughs> no it's professional it's, it's podcaster so oh yeah yeah, so many sponsors. No, um, this poem in, in in particular is, um, I'm not sure, did you mean it to be a summary, kind of? I don't think I really meant, meant it to be a summary, but it is, in a sense, like a really fitting end to the, to the project, uh, in just in terms of its, its structure and tone, um, as well as sort of like a sort of like a brother to the first poem of, um, you know, sort of as I lay down in green pasture. So we started the series with this sense of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to look at creation and we're, we're going to think about God and all that he's done Hmm. and all that's happening. We're going to test our hearts. Like, okay, we're going to try to rightly rhythm ourselves to the person of God and here in the end, it's okay, like in all of that and through all of that, and at the end of all of that, what matters is that that we're beholding him and praising yeah. him. Yeah, and asking him to invoke more praise. Yeah. Love that line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think like, I think that there, within this poem, I think is something that is sort of like a, a thread that, um, that I'm very curious about and is very much present in, in my favorite hymn, uh, Come Thou Fount, where you know he, where you ask when you sing it, I think sometimes we don't think about that. Like when we sing it, we ask together, right, that God would like fetter us, yeah. that he would like stop us from doing things that we yes. don't want to do. And, um, and then this poem in particular like deals with, there's a little bit of that, like, right? Like make yourself so beautiful that it removes my choice to do things that, uh, that would not yeah. be becoming of you. Like, yeah. um, That's good. like let not like, um, my heart revoke your name, like, but invoke like more praise. Like, so yeah. I think that there's a sense where, where we, as the believer ask God to change us in such a way that like it removes like mm-hmm. our ability yeah. to, incorrectly image him yeah yeah yeah. so much of that is the heart of the psalmist as well of just you know 
bless the Lord, O my soul. You know, just calling upon that to happen. Like he's yelling to himself. He's speaking to God, you know, take not your spirit from me. You know, forbid it from happening for, you know, whatever it takes. I am, you know, I am this this force that is not naturally bent towards enjoying you forever. And and we need the Holy Spirit to take a stiff-necked people, a stubborn people, a rebellious people of God. That is who we are historically. That's our family tree all the way back. And uh, we need the Spirit to uh, to bend us, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's like really right. Like that's kind of like what um, what we see in Scripture so much. Like there, like like we kind of talk a lot about how in salvation right it's we're saved by grace which is so true Uh, but we also like continue only in grace (laughs) like right like yeah which is so it's so important to constantly be reminded like that we're only continuing in grace like and and so much of grace is to say well no that's not it's not i who live but it's christ who lives in me like like this the what like what what is likable about me is not me it's it's christ good um and i and even in the the context i mean the even the the first stanza of the poem is you know sort of is alluding to the psalms and like um but there is that sense like but raise my branches and, and praise the heavens like there's a sense that like you know we need god to to lift us up you know to pra- even to praise him yeah um and i even just get like visions of you know of Moses on the mountain, you know, as, as Joshua's warring beneath and, you know, he needs his, his buddies to, to hold his arms up. And, um, and we need the same thing. Like, mm. you know, you know, you know, plant me by, by the waters, yeah. you know, like it's not like, Oh, I'm going to go plant myself by the waters. It's no, you need, yeah. I need you to do it, please. Right. And like <laughs> the fruit that I want to see, like my branches being raised and, and growing, like, like you need to do that too, mm-hmm. you know, and um, mm-hmm. and what's my response to that? Well, my response is to praise you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Just love the imagery that is that is that that depicts to us, and the just the whole entirety of scripture. And we're like, that's the posture of the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Where Paul says, you know, I can be, I can be as, you know, if there's if I have any re- reason to boast, it's me. But I counted all his loss for the sake of knowing Christ, and he's still like such a yearning guy. Like he's yearning and he's praying nonstop for everyone else of to to he's to just know God more, to mm-hmm. enjoy God more, to be to for God to be more satisfying, to be for God to be more all encompassing for the church, and obviously we see it's pertinence and importance in the highly persecuted church that it was in the first century but at the same time like he's just that is the christian life that is the way we fetter ourselves to god by being 100 percent dependent on god and mm. go and just praising him at, yeah. yeah no totally i think like you know and, and i think that's why like like i would say like this is such a fitting end to the to the series i mean here's <laughs> you know, 10 poems that, that are really connected through, through natural themes, which is not particularly like novel, um, or easy. Well, 
Oh, I guess it depends on how you see the world. I mean, like for me, like mm, easy I, for you. Like, I, I love, I love nature, and I love. I even just love like romantic poetry that often uses natural themes too. So I think like for me, like that's just sort of the world I see mm. um, more than it is just. Yeah, it's. I didn't really even set about to do do this specifically. It's just natural. Yeah. Um, but I think like you, know, you have these like ten poems that are, you know, connected through natural themes, connected through obviously their theological, um, re- sort of relationship as well. Like as they're all dealing with theological things, um, but then here at the end, that that's why it's fitting to come into the end, and say, okay, well, it's not, yeah. it's not me. Yeah. Or even in the in totally. the context of the totally. yeah. context of the project itself, like, and we talked about this very at the very beginning of the podcast, like that the reason why the project has, has a name is because it's meant to be, you know, like beyond just me, like, um, you know, like Nathan had a huge part to play. Like even as, as you look at this one with the imagery, just the beautiful, like snowy landscapes and the barren trees and, or just like Josiah's just work throughout the entire project with just the, awesome scores behind him and also the way in which he reads the poems and make them accessible to us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't about me and, it, and as much as it's not even about any of us, yeah. you know, this is, this project exists because God, yeah. God exists and God in, inspires us as artists to mm-hmm. respond to, to his greatness yeah. in praise. Yeah. And, um, you yeah. know, I love the depictions of the poems too, because the poems, follow that line as I lay down in green pastures I start to notice these things and the journey is of noticing the unsettlingness of nature and its vast power uh, noticing the vastness of you know a, a mountain landscape and you know, the depths of the sea and stuff like that it's stuff that is like not it's stuff that we're often subject to hmm. stuff that we're we often wrestle with but obviously we cannot accredit the mountaintops and the depths of the sea to us, right? Mm-hmm. But they draw our attention elsewhere. And, I, you know, maybe this says more about me in a bad way. I like to see to think of myself as someone who enjoys nature, but maybe not enough because I'm, I was just seriously going through these things just impressed and surprised at the amount of of just not only theological but just god saturated praise that my attention has been drawn to because of these aspects of nature mm. that have been drawn upon within the poems of like drawing my mind you know nature drawing my mind to the word drawing my mind to the father and being like wow at the same time and i feel like that's that's an amazing thing that not only cre- creation does but also the art god has of poetry that god can give us that, mm. to drawing our attention to yeah. uh, to himself well it's like a really like like humbling testimony i mean mm. um and i think like for me like it probably really begins with with uh with nature being like really humbling to me like mm-hmm. and um you know when when we when I venture out you know to you know here in California to you know like Yosemite or 
to Big Basin or or anywhere. I think that's something that like that's where I feel my most small. Right. And um and I think it's really good to feel small. And uh and I think that's when we probably make our best art is when we feel small mm. and we recognize that there's a world outside of us that is huge yeah. and we're, we're not significant. Um, and then we realize that, well, there's a God who created that world and he's even bigger than that, you know, totally. and like, and that, and yet, and we feel that even less significant, but then we realize that he, he know he knows us. Knows us. And, Thoughts for us outnumber the grains of sand. Right, and then you see like the the bigness and then the closeness and how yeah how does that work? It's nuts, you know. And I think then and that's really what's germinated and grown grown these these poems. Yeah, and um, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah, it's it is. I think we can. I think the non-believer and. Richard Dawkins kind of guy who looks at the vastness of space and says and he's kind of relieved at the fact it's all meaningless then because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be quite as outraged at genocide and those things because and the fact that yeah his worldview doesn't satisfy the craving for justice because well look how small we are compared to the the universe right Right, but I mean, how how amazing is it? Right, right. Look how small we are compared to the universe, and look at the fact that Christ steeped himself into our world and wrapped himself in flesh, was acquainted with our grief, stricken, wept alongside us, and died and rose again on our behalf. You know, to obey and glorify the Father so that we could have eternal redemption. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. The uh, and the fact that God meets us through nature too, or through His Word, saying because there's things that we won't like. He's chosen to humbly, you know, reveal Himself to us through words that we understand, writing that we understand, and analogies of nature that we can really just, you know, we can be like, oh, what your thoughts for us outnumber the grains of sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, that we can start to feel the weight of God's love in those moments when, you know, he's sharing all the ways in which he's trying to communicate his attributes to us. And um, I think you've done, um, obviously, there's so much more in eternity, more of praise yes. that we can give. But um, I think God is uh, raising your branches through this work. To, mm. to to praise him and to draw our attention to how he is communicating himself to us in all the ways, all the ways, oh, uh, yes. through uh, through art and through nature and through his word, and uh, it's 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 a uh, it's kindling for the heart for sure. Uh, I think that's again like a humbling testimony, and I think that like you know we end, and my hope is that anyone who's like journeyed through this project or maybe this is the first one that you've interacted with is driven to praise God 
Mm-hmm. Um, like my my grandpa like always ended like every prayer with, and we give you all the praise and all the glory. Um, and I think that's like a fitting way to to end um, the nature series for sure. Yeah, and we do. We give God all the praise, all the glory. That's right. He's the only one worthy of it. Amen. Amen. Well, David, thank you very much. Thanks, man. We look forward to whatever else, but thank you. Yeah, no, and there is hopefully more to come. Awesome. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. To be continued. Yes.